Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome. Wherever you may be, you have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring, and we're coming to you live, prime time, on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Motive Business Solutions because they have resources that make sense. Well, I'll tell you what, it's Christmas time, it's holiday time, there's people out there shopping left and right, but you as a small business, I know how distracted you get. So when you run into situations like marketing, communications, reduction of operational costs, you need to go to the Smorgasbord of Benefits over here at Moda, and you can reach them at 858-251-4640. That's 858-251-4640, and Moda can help blacken your bottom line. To get with the show, you can call us toll-free, 877-3-N-O-W-B-U-Z, or go to my live landing page, which is B-I-Z-Z-B-U-Z-Z dot live. Well, shout out to one of my national advertisers, Letip, L-E-T-I-P dot com. Number one, B2B, networking organization, 220 chapters strong. In the United States, 4,500 small businesses. Listen, if you want your community business people to represent you week in, week out at a breakfast or a lunch, you need to go to letip.com today and find out whether or not you qualify. Well, I have been doing a show and continuing to do a show on veterans. And let me tell you something. I did one about a month and a half ago about veterans getting murdered in their beds. You need to go to veteran, V-E-T-E-R-A-N-M-U-R-D-E-R-S.com and get to that landing page that we created specially for this show to get the information necessary, whether you're a veteran, whether you're a family member of a veteran, or whether you just know a veteran. Go to veteran, V-E-T-E-R-A-N, murders, M-U-R-D-E-R-S.com and get informed today because we need to raise the awareness on this to stop the killing. Well, I'll tell you what, I am so excited because CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com has referred over to me another couple of incredible stars, first one being Patrick Duffy. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to set his bio aside for just a second because his incredible heartthrob and squeeze, Linda Pearl, has to get back on the, the ski slopes. So I'm going to introduce Linda first. She's born in Greenwich, Connecticut to Jewish parents, chemical industry executive Raymond Charles Arthur Pearl and Madeline Marshy Pearl. She has a sister, Mara. Linda was raised in Japan, becoming the only foreigner to train at the Toho Gaino Academy at the Imperial Theater in Tokyo. She played the role of Lewis in The King and I in Japanese. That must have been interesting. BET and Oliver and the role of Kellen Keller in The Miracle Worker. She then went to England to study under Marguerite Bill before returning to the United States to study at the Lee Strasberg Institute and later with Robert Lewis. Her stage credits include the Broadway musical Adventures of Tom Sawyer, Getting and Spending, which ran on Broadway at the Helen Hayes Theater. Linda played the part of Barbara Pelt on the 2008-14 HBO TV series True Blonde, making her debut on the episode Whatever I Am, You Made Me, episode number three in the series, the fifth season. Linda plays the role of the werewolf mother as Debbie Pelt, looking for answers relating to her daughter's disappearance. Barbara is a guest 
starring actress who appears once more in the subsequent episode. We'll meet again in the same season. Linda Pearl, also of incredible fame of Happy Days. Welcome to Business Buzz. Great to have you on the show. Thanks for having <laughs> us on. Thank you very much. Yeah. Linda, I know you're anxious to get to the Sea Slopes, but you have been with this fabulous man sitting beside you, Patrick Duffy. Tell us all about it. How did you two get together? <laughs> you know, it's a small village, the the acting community that, that we were a part of, I guess still are in LA. So our paths had crossed in the 80s, but very, very briefly, sort of at a reading. And so, hi, how are you? I'm busy. Okay, see ya. And then our paths crossed again. Well, we were almost cast together in a in a, a pilot. I ended up doing, Patrick had <clears throat> an offer for a pilot, little known thing called Dallas. He chose Dallas. And my series lived for about five minutes. So, you know, sorry for me. But um, then about 20 odd years ago, our paths crossed backstage when Patrick was in London doing a play in the West End with a mutual friend. And then about three years ago, we had bumped into each other at an event in Los Angeles, and which led to a sort of a group chat for a period of time. And then came the pandemic. So we ended up in isolation, Patrick in Oregon, myself in Colorado, and we ended up Zooming um, occasionally and then nightly for two to three hours. And after about three months of that, Patrick heroically got in his car and, and came to Colorado. And, you know, somewhere in those Zooms, it became evident that it was more than just a, a really lovely friendship, that there was something more there. And uh, anyway, he drove up the drive and, and we've been together ever since. Now, Linda, your influence must be incredibly masterful because you guys are sitting in Colorado. You're not sitting in Oregon, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Patrick's home up there, uh, which had been long in the planning, is 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 on the market for sale. And uh, and this I'm going to have some Oregon hate mail with this, but the skiing's better in Colorado. So yeah, we're in Colorado. You got it. I don't want you to miss your lift, but let me ask you a question. You and Patrick are actually going into a business together, right? Before you get away, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'll let Patrick fill in the the the, the really wonderful sort of familial backstory of this, but. We do. We have our company is called Duffy's Dough. We sell a dehydrated sourdough starter and it's all online. Um, but part of the inspiration, the deep inspiration for this was Paul Newman's Newman's Own. I mean, that's the gold standard. What they've been able to do um, with their company, what they've been able to put back, you know, in supporting causes that they believe in. This is ultimately our our goal, be that through our own, you know, just the company as it is or looking to licensing opportunities down the line as Mr. Newman's company has done. So we're just following light years behind the extraordinary model of a company that does good things in the world. And uh, so we are on a very, very steep and exciting learning curve. And, uh, you know, so far it's still fun. It's pretty hilarious. We have <laughs> disasters, near disasters on a pretty regular basis, but We've managed to, you know, pull the necessary all-nighters and pull in the extra friends, and um, and I, I would say our main asset is is bis as business people is that when we don't know something, which is about once an hour, we say oh, I don't know, and we ask. We have a wonderful team of mentors that we're able to go to, and 
I think we're kind of proving to ourselves that you can have an idea and and see it see it through, you know, bring it to fruition. It it feels like a very American experience to have started this teeny weeny company and to hang on to the tail of its of its ride. Well, Linda, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna let you get off to the slopes, but congratulations are okay. being the next Kurt Russell Goldie Hawn combination <laughs> in Hollywood. Okay. Thanks Thank very much, you. Linda, and a very Merry Christmas and a happy new the year to you. you. Same okay. to you. Be okay. careful. Be careful. Oh, good. I love that kiss. I'm yeah. also joined by her incredible companion, Mr. Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy is a celebrated actor who discovered his talent as a young teenager. Patrick Duffy has captivated audiences for over 34 years as a familiar face on some of television's most beloved series. Duffy reprised his iconic role as Bobby Ewing in the TNT continuation of the 1980s drama series Dallas. Duffy was an original cast member of the 1978 series starring in all 14 seasons. The series was nominated for numerous Emmy and Golden Globe Awards and won the People's Choice Award for Favorite TV Dramatic Program for three consecutive years from 1980 to 1982. And again in 1987, 2012, series Duffy starred opposite a notable cast, including original cast members of Larry Hagman, Linda Gray, as well as a new cast member, Brenda Strong, Josh Henderson, and Jesse Metcalf, Jordana Brewster, and Julie Gonzalo. Additionally, Duffy had a longstanding role in the CBS daytime soap opera, The Bold and the Beautiful, starring as Stephen Logan. Since its premiere in 1987, the show has become the most watched soap in the world with an audience of an estimated 26.2 million viewers. Patrick's recent work has included guest starring appearances on CBS All Rise and CIS. Respectively, he's also recurrent on the recent series for the Netflix On the Verge. And the fall of 2021, Patrick completed the Hallmark movie Christmas Promise for Lifetime. He co-starred in the supporting lead role opposite Linda Pearl in Doomsday, Patrick Duffy, Dallas fame. Welcome to Business Buzz. My God, I'm exhausted just hearing my resume. <laughs> Thank you. You Thank got one, Patrick, that's for sure. Well, if you last long enough in this business, which I've been very fortunate to do, um, those credits do accrue. And they just add a, a patina to uh, an amazing and wonderful experience that I've had. Yeah. You know, Patrick, what I love is that you came through my sponsor, CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. And the beauty of this is you and I are both seniors, are we not? We are seniors. And, and you know, I've, I talk to a lot of people of my generation and a good portion of them bemoan the fact that they're aging. I have looked forward to every single year as it comes. Um, I almost take pride in what I can't do as opposed to what, you know, I want to do. Um, you know, uh, I lift a lot lighter things now than I used to. I mean, all of those things to me are badges that I have earned, you know, to, to take care of myself better now. To uh, I'm healthy. I'm knocking on wood as I say that. Um, all of those things that can either create value or misery in your life. Um, I've turned every one of those things around and have enjoyed every single one of them. So the longer I live, the better I feel. You know, it's amazing to me, Patrick. I looked, I mean, you hail from Montana, you know, and Montana is about as far removed from Hollywood glitz <laughs> as you can get. And of course you had the tragedy with your parents and the bar situation and my, my condolences on that. It's terrible. It's Thank very you. good that those two kids went to jail. Okay. Right. But Absolutely. the bottom line here is that how did you, you know, how did you traverse from Montana to Hollywood? I mean, you, you've had this incredible career, but how'd you get there? 
Well, it was, it, you know, I think back and I, there was a movie theater. First of all, television, we got our television, uh, oh my God, probably 57 or some, somewhere around there. And, and then, and there was a Rialto movie theater right next door to the bar where my parents worked. Um, and I realized later in life, as I think back about that, both of those things, television and movies, I didn't know that they weren't real. I, I for some reason in my mind, it, it was factual. It wasn't actors. It wasn't a directed thing. I, I was totally absorbed into the moment that I was watching. And it wasn't until my parents moved to Seattle and we went to a much more urban uh, school and uh, there was a drama department in the, in the junior high school that w did not exist in Montana. And I got introduced to theater. And then, and, and it all just coalesced in my brain. And when I started doing plays, starting in junior high school, then in high school, I thought this is a great pastime. And uh, I was, a, my dad was a carpenter as well as a bartender. And I apprenticed with him. I was a pretty good carpenter. Uh, I thought the next step for me would be an architect. So I investigated and was ready to enroll in the School of Architecture at the University of Washington. And my high school drama teacher in my senior year sat me down and said, there may be a, an outside chance that you could earn a living doing what you're doing on these plays. And if you want to, there's a special program at the university and I'll write a letter of recommendation. I said, sure, go for it. And she did it and I got in and the rest is, I, I just then dedicated my life. I said, I am an actor, period. That's what I do. I'm not always employed, but I'm an actor. And that's how I started. And I thought I was always going to do theater. I never once imagined doing television or film or any of that. And it just happened uh, to I go to New York to pursue theater, got an agent. She then moved to Los Angeles and said, you haven't worked in New York. You might as well come to L.A. And I went to L.A. And then that's when it started. I was I was actually a carpenter building a boat in Long Beach, California, when I got the man from Atlantis. And I went from four dollars an hour as a carpenter to the star of my own television show in 1976. You can't beat that, Patrick. You know, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, and during the pandemic was all the challenges of the SAG actors, right? I mean, not right. only did you go through that tunnel walking time, but you're now you're on the other side looking back, which is really exciting. We're going to be moving to a break here, unfortunately, and I didn't get enough content on your acting in, in this first segment. But before we get out of here, every one of my audience is going to want to know, how did you and Larry Hagman get along on Dallas off camera? Off camera, well, we met for the very first time at Warner Brothers Studio when we read the script of Dallas for the producers and the network. And I went into that meeting and I shook Larry's hand and I later went back and I told my wife, I said, I met my best friend today. And she said, well, I said, Larry Hagman is my best friend starting from today. And Hagman told me that he had the same basic feeling when we met and we became best friends from day one until the day that I stood by his bedside, the day he died. So, uh, you know, and we were that kind of friends. We were only enemies for three minutes out of every day on camera as Bobby and JR. The rest of the time we were spoiled, rowdy children in a playground. I had no idea that you were standing beside his bed when he passed, Patrick. What an amazing not not at that moment. moment. We were we were out of the room, and the family was with him when he died. But uh, Linda and I went into the into the hospital room, said our goodbyes to him, went out, 
and and he passed. What a marvelous time and yeah. a marvelous relationship that you have with that man because he's probably one of the more gifted actors in Hollywood at the and, time and the most underrated. The, 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 you know, he should have bronze statues on the mantle. You know, for for the role of Jr. One of the best performances in television history. Almost like John Wayne, right? Absolutely, it's just uh, like John Wayne. Absolutely, I agree with that. Unfortunately, we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Cowering live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. Yes, that is my sponsor who put Patrick Duffy and Linda Pearl on this show with me today. And shout out to Dr. William Maboud and his lovely wife, Grace, out there, who are incredible, credible craftsmen of CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. So if you've got a small business out there right now, and you want to get access to one of the biggest markets on the face of the earth with about $3.5 trillion of spending assets marked for your cash register, you need to go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com to find out how to get a eighth page ad, quarter page ad, half page ad, full page ad like I've got and Voice America has in the magazine. Go to that website today, CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. You get a little box that pops up. They're going to ask you for your email address and somebody's going to get back to you and tell you all about this amazing magazine, which is eventually going to have Patrick Duffy and Linda Pearl on the cover with a feature story. So I'm telling you something right now. You need to go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today to find out how you can get right in the midst of the senior community today. Well, I've been mixing it up with Patrick Duffy, his incredible companion, Linda Pearl, who's now skiing down the slopes <laughs> of Colorado's mountains. And we're going to be right back in two and two when my advertisers have a chance to take a look at you with more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P dot com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. 
Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Frank Elring, live on Business Buzz. I've been mixing it up with Patrick Duffy and his incredible lady, Linda Pearl, who's out on the ski slopes. Patrick, you know, before we went to the show, we talked about this incredible company that you and uh, Linda have founded. And what I find very interesting is that, you know, a lot of actors and actresses had to make some hard decisions during the pandemic, right? Because they weren't working and they started outside business interests. Is that kind of how this came together? Or what's all this about Duffy's Dough? Tell us all about it. (laughs) Duffy's Dough, you know, I I never considered it a business. You know, it was a family thing. Uh, My parents uh, stuck my sister and myself in the cab of a, uh, I think it was about a 1949 GMC pickup hooked up to an 18 foot trailer and drove us from Montana to Alaska on the old Alcan Highway, which was a gravel road the entire way with no prospect of what they were going to do. It was just an adventure. They ended up in Fairbanks, and I have my mother's diary from that period. And on this is I, the lovely part I'd like to repeat on May 12th in 1952. My mother was gifted a sourdough starter from an old woman in Alaska who claimed at that time it was well over 50 years old, that it had come up, you know, through the, the Alaska gold rush time. So my mother took that starter. We returned to, to Montana, then to Seattle. Uh, I just assumed that bread came from some magic place. I didn't know that anything from baking when I was a child, but my mother baked you know, sourdough pancakes in the morning, dinner rolls for dinner, that kind of thing. Um, My sister, when she graduated from high school and started college, took that starter and started baking and doing her thing. I, again, was oblivious to it all until I got out of college and uh, was relying too heavily, let's say, on my sister feeding me. So she said, here, take this starter and do it yourself. So I did. And it's been in my home ever since. And uh, my children have grown up eating sourdough. Uh, you know, my wife of 43, 46 years, um, you know, that's what we did. Um, then when Linda and I got together and uh, I was making breakfast one morning, I made sourdough pancakes. And she said, this is incredible stuff. What is the?" And I, I told her the whole story. And I offhandedly said, you know, everybody that I do this for, loves it. And I give starters to people and instructions and they go home happy people. She said, we should start a business. And that was the germination. And I had never considered it before then. 
But Linda is, and I don't say this facetiously at all, she really is the brains behind it because she technically is the brains behind it. Uh, we started a tour uh, last January of England for seven months in a play. The entire seven, entire seven months, she was on her computer during the off time, designing the logo, finding the, the sponsors, finding the, you know, where do you get jars? Where do you get this? How do you do that? You know, who prints logos? What are trademarks? What are, you know, all of the business side of starting a business of which I knew nothing. So we got back in late July, uh, found mentors in the Colorado Springs area that uh, we gave sourdough biscuits to and they went, yeah, this is a good product. One gentleman who is our the head of our, our uh, advisory board um, was a teacher in entrepreneurship at Colorado College. And he said, I'll take a semester and I will divide my class into six parts. You come in, pitch your sourdough starter as a business, and they will take it for three months. And each of them as a group will form a business plan for Duffy's Dough Sourdough Starter. And we came in at the end of the semester, did a shark tank. It was all very much fun. We picked what we thought was the best person uh, and the presentation. And we've made that the template of, of Duffy's Dough. And we now have a, a company. It, it is legitimately a company. We are trademarked. We have, you know, Duffy's Dough is trademarked. Um, one day in the afternoon, I said, we need a, a, a phrase, a sort of a catchphrase. And I said, Let's let's use what the world needs now, but spell it K-N-E-A-D-S. And, and she said, that's great. So we passed it by the board. They went, yeah, so that's now trademarked. Um, but all of this is not our invention. What we did was we looked at what we wanted to do is have a business, but we didn't want to necessarily make money in this business, but we wanted to make a difference with this business. And the prime template... The, the gold standard in business like this is Newman's own, Paul Newman's company. And he literally started it in his basement making uh, dr uh, dressing, salad dressing. And his the story is, in his own words, was that he would take a six-pack of beer, his neighborhood best buddy, they'd go down and in a tub in the basement, they would make up salad dressing and give it to all their friends. And that became Newman's own. Then he started to franchise the or license, I guess is the right word, the, the Newman Zone. And it became, you know, dog treats and every imaginable thing. And what he does is he takes all of the net profits and he donates it to charity. And they've now, I think, over a billion dollars in charitable donations to pet charities. The first one, of course, being his son, Scott Newman's uh, uh foundation. But um, that's our template. So what we want to do, uh, you know, we're only September, October, November, December, you know, we're only about four and a half months into our business. So the, the ink is still quite red. But uh, when it turns, you know, uh, into black, then we want to take, you know, all of our net profits and try and emulate what Paul Newman did with Newman's own and give back into the community. And we want to, uh, our, our, our goal is basically food subject. Uh, charities, you know, uh, either GMO free stuff, you know, feeding the homeless, do uh, those types of charities based on food and 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 baking and things like that. Can I give you a suggestion in a charity? Of well, of course, it'd be good. You know, we're making lists, but absolutely. 
Very cool. There's 1.7 million homeless veterans on the streets of America. Absolutely. Yeah. And yep. there's a lot of movements that are moving that direction to yep. put a roof over their head. So I'd love to get you in contact with them yep. uh, at some point after the show. Now, yep. let me ask you a question, Patrick. I, I, I'm listening to what you're saying about the company. To me, it's almost like this incredible starter you, you've had. It's like a catalyst, right? To some degree uh, to create a, you know, basically a smorgasbord of sourdough product, correct? Well, in theory, yes. Uh, now, uh, the the other learning curve, which is like a roller coaster ride, uh, is the FDA. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't know. want to you don't want to spend that number, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, we we do very well, you know, now with our sourdough starter, which is we we don't bake any products, we don't do anything. It's a dehydrated uh, liquid form of flour, sugar, and water. Period. That's, you know, and a natural yeast, which is an airborne yeast, not a manufactured yeast. And that yeast uh, cell has been uh, in that sourdough, unabridged, untainted by anything for our 52 years and long before that. When we investigated actually making product, um, then we got into, you have to have uh, sanctioned kitchens. You have to, Linda, even to, even to make our own sourdough starter, for which I have made every bit of the sourdough starter by hand myself that we have sold so far. But I had to take a course and I had to become a food consultant, something or other. And I had to take a test and get a certificate. And I have to use a kitchen that has been, uh, I use the word sanctified, but it's certified. But I think it's almost has to be blessed by the FDA as a food safe preparation area. You know, and so we were again very fortunate. A man who had a kitchen, it's to this day still has a kitchen uh, for his pizza business. He allows us to go into his uh, registered kitchen and prepare our sourdough starter. So to go into food products now could be something down the line, but right now um, we are. I was going to say up to our armpits, but I'm up to my nostrils now, just getting the sourdough starter. Uh, out and running. But uh, again, we couldn't imagine where we are now three months ago. So I leave it open to imagine where I might be three months or a year from now, uh, Linda and myself, in terms of what uh, expansion this company might uh, develop into. So uh, all things are still on the table, of course. You know, Lee George Carlin had a uh, you know, saying that I, I just treasure. He said, I don't know what I did with my thinking cap. I need to put it on. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not thinking right, right? So I'm sitting yeah. here thinking a little bit as you're talking, and I'm saying to myself, okay, FDA block and actually you producing your own products. But let me ask you a question. Couldn't you recipe this? Couldn't you recipe book this and send it out to people to create their own products? Well, you can. And what we've done, even uh, we have a website, an interactive website. If you go to duffysdough.com um, and you can find the site and then there's a place to write in. We encourage everybody who buys our product, if they have questions, to write in. And then, you know, we have a, a number of people, including myself and Linda, who read all of these and, and formulate an answer and, and try and get back to them. And a lot of people have sent in their personal recipes of experimenting with the dough. And they just say, I did this with one one woman wrote in that she made um, like chips, almost like potato chips, but they were crouton type chips. Uh, and Linda and I on a regular basis, just the other day, 
kneading the bread and doing the whole thing, we thought, well, let's put some, you know, a bunch of Parmesan cheese and I'll shred up some pepperoncini peppers and we'll blend that into the dough, let it rise, cook it. And we had this incredible variation on a sourdough bread. And, you know, we've done it with, um, uh, make our own olive bread with rosemary and, and uh, Kalamata olives. I mean, you can do anything with this. Uh, and so, yeah, you can make a, we do in our kit, there's a recipe uh, of things that I have done. And there's, I think, five. I do cinnamon rolls, dinner rolls, uh, tarts, and uh, oh, four, I guess maybe only four, uh, sourdough pancakes. And I, there are my personal recipes of those. And that comes with the kit and uh, in the, in the stages and the instructions and everything on how to do it. You know, Patrick, we are Christmas time. We're at holidays, right? I mean, food, family, fun. I mean, the whole nine yards here. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, this show is going to be a digital link when you get your uh, magazine copy uh, in California Senior Guide. So right now, if you were talking to seniors, which California Senior Guide represents, yep. what would you say to them right now during the holiday season? How can this incredible product help really brighten their holiday and their holiday table especially? Well, you, you and I had had a conversation earlier, uh, you know, off the air, just about you know, the state of things in the world. And, and Linda and I have looked at the fracturing of a family unit now, you know, by virtue of, uh, and we're guilty in terms of our profession, you know, and in terms of you can stream on your telephone, you know, our product as, as actors. You can watch television. You can watch your computers. So there are very few things now that draw a family together as opposed to isolating them. They're still a family, but they're more isolated. And cooking is one of the most dynamic ways that families can interact. And seniors bridge that gap technologically. They come from an era when families sat down for dinner. When, you know, cooking was done in the kitchen and the family gathered in the kitchen and then it's to the dining table and then have dinner and then there's after dinner. And it's a family bonding moment. And Linda and I really feel that, you know, especially seniors can use their craft awareness and our product. And as I have done with my grandchildren, I bake with my grandchildren. And to see them be able to roll out a piece of dough, put some fruit and a little jam and some cinnamon and nutmeg in it, pinch the top, baste it with butter, a little cinnamon sugar on the top, stick it in the oven, and they make their own breakfast fruit tarts. And it's 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 mind blowing to watch the the inspiration behind their eyes when they when they're able to do that themselves. And so I, what we want to do is is use this to draw people back together again. You know, and I think, you know, seniors, uh, I'm a grandparent now, a grandparent with a grandchild and flour all over the kitchen is something that neither of them will ever forget. Yeah, I sitting here thinking to myself, and we got to go to another break here real quick here, Patrick, but let me ask you a question, okay? I don't know where you are in your marketing and your in your media right now as far as your campaigns, but I was just sitting here. If you did like a MP4 two-minute video of you sitting there in an apron with a chef's hat on or something like that, and you had your grandkids there, right? And you were in front of the oven, and they were, you know, mixing it up, and they put this in the oven, and all of a sudden it comes out, and they sink their teeth into that and go, this is... I can't even imagine how many senior hearts you'd melt with yeah. that kind of a of an approach. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, Linda and I, uh, you know, because our, we're in Colorado, my grandkids are in, in, in California, of course. But Linda and I have made now probably over a half a dozen short videos, J just silly stuff of us baking, of us eating, of us, you know, to show that it's a normal thing. It's not mad scientists that take, you know, a massive education. Anybody can do it. It's fun to do. And you get to eat the product that you've created. It's it's. You know, it's perfect. I'll tell you, for one, I'm going to be looking forward to seeing those videos. Unfortunately, Patrick, we've got to move to another quick break. And you're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Herring live on Voice of America Business Network, brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Listen, if you've got a creative company out there and you've been paying taxes in the last three years and you don't know about the R&D tax credit, then you need to pick up the phone right now and dial 877-857-6875. That's 8 Seven seven eight five seven six eight seven five. This is a tax credit that's been ratified all the way back to the Reagan administration. President Obama even increased the limits. And if you are a business out there and you're any halfway decent creative, you need to pick up that phone right now and dial 877-857-6875 and get with my good friend out there, Ken DeBose, CEO, that's getting millions of dollars back in the hands of small businesses week in, week out. And within 15 minutes, he can tell you whether or not you qualify. You may be passing up hundreds of thousands of dollars plus 6% tax-free interest. I don't think that's in your best interest. I don't think tipping the IRS is in your best interest either, but you got to find somebody who knows where to go and how to get it. So get out there and get with Business Group Resources today and find out how much you're entitled to. Well, I've been mixing it up with Patrick Duffy, star of stage, screen, TV, unbelievable Dallas. Who will ever forget that incredible series that went for many, many years? Now he's alongside Linda Pearl of Happy Days fame and other persuasions. They've got a business called Duffy's Dough. We're going to be right back in two more minutes where my advertisers have a chance to take a look at you with more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P dot com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. 
Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S, buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Frank Hellring. Now on the segment of the show known as Business Watch, this is where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my live audience, to call in live to mix it up with Patrick Duffy and me on Business Watch right now. So pick up that phone right now and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can be on live on Business Watch with Patrick Duffy right now. Well, Patrick, I'll tell you what, what an incredible company that you're putting together here. But Thank let's you. let's jump back a little bit into your career as an actor, you know. Okay. And now in present day, right, you're in your 70s, you know, you're in your seasoned years, you're in your sunset years, you're in the twilight years, right? But you're still out there. And now I think you've got something coming up with Linda Pearl, right? And, and some kind of an acting uh, stunt that you're going to be doing. Well, it was so interesting and, and, and I think the best part of my career so far. Uh, when I met Linda, um, we, uh, we were both actors of a certain age and have certain credits, and we had never worked together, ever. And we got uh, offered to do a, a, a television movie for Hallmark in Canada. And we said, absolutely, and we were going to do it as a couple. And we thought, this is fantastic. And then we thought, oh, my God, wait a minute. What if we don't work well together? We we're great as a couple. We're in love with each other. But what if our work is just diametrically opposed in terms of style and content and everything? So we got to Canada. First thing they did was lock us in a hotel room for two weeks because of the COVID, uh, which turned out to be the best thing ever happened to us. We had so much fun. The first day on set, it was the best work experience so far of my career. And that is been true now. We did that movie. We did another movie. We now finished a tour of the uh, of the UK for seven months in a play. And we're now together on the daytime soap, Bold and Beautiful. And there is nothing better, in my opinion, at this point in my life, to hold hands as you're walking to work, to work together, to hold hands as you go home, and you're a couple. And the, the one thing I did, which was a startling thing for Linda and, and for me, is she did a scene 
where she was, as always, spectacular. And she came back to where I was sitting, and I just affectionately patted her bottom just a little bit, as you know, and we've been living together for years. So, but it shocked both of us. We had never had that interaction with an actor before on a set in 40 years of our profession. And I thought, this is why I love being with this woman and, and being a partner on camera and off. It's it's the high point of my life right now. Patrick, you don't have to worry about a censor these days anyway. So don't worry about that, right? Okay. Yeah. She's not going to bring me up on charges. That's you got what. it. You know, I, I remember the scene that you did in Dallas where you, the car hit you, right? And you died. Uh, uh, by the way, you did a great death uh, scene. I, I thought that was really outstanding. Thank you. It's every uh, act of dream. Yeah. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. How do you see what you did then as opposed to what you're doing now? Have you had a transition over the years as an actor where things have become a little different? Yes. Yeah. Well, the industry has become a little different as well. Um, writing has has changed uh, content, and I don't just mean salacious content, but the structure of television. Uh, what you see on on the cam on, on your television now is different than what you saw 35, 40 years ago. The beauty of what happened with Dallas uh, in in terms of my career is that we finished filming Dallas in in ninety one. Okay, uh, the reboot came back. Uh, in 2011. And I got to play the same character with the same cast, you know, Linda and Larry and myself. But we didn't pretend that those 20 years hadn't passed. I was now a 60 plus year old Bobby Ewing. And I wasn't trying to pretend to be that dark haired, swashbuckling, you know, get in the bar fight kind of guy. And it was the most refreshing. Um, passage is the best way I can say into into a new phase of my career let's put it that way and and now I am so enjoying doing Hallmark lifetime movies where they want a grandfather I'm not uh, you know I'm not the rock and roll love interest but uh, there's a a credit to your longevity and your time in the business that comes out on camera and when they want somebody who can portray a grandfather and also be a person who's been in the business for 45 years, you know, that's when my phone rings. And I, you know, it doesn't ring as often as it used to. And that's just fine with me. Uh, I work exactly the amount of time I think uh, is most enjoyable and most productive. And the fact that Linda and I get called to work together, uh, you know, it means that we are not apart. You know, you can, you know, you you can be fellow actors and never see each other if you're doing a, 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 a let's say a, a film instead of television and the film is going to be in budapest for you know 3 months and and your partner's doing a hallmark movie in canada and what is that what kind of life is that uh, you know my life is exactly where i want it to be now as a senior member of my acting profession you know, Patrick, I've got quite a following in that baby boomer community, and a lot of them remember that series, Dallas, okay? Yep. And the interaction that you had with Larry Hagman on, on screen was just absolutely amazing because you were diametrically opposed to each other, right, as right. brothers. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, what was that one time that you and Larry were on, you know, camera together, and then the director said, cut, 
And then you looked at each other and went, wow, now yeah. we know why we're together on this series. Right. That what, happened. What was that? What was that scene? That that scene happened in the reboot when the Dallas was redone in, in 2011 to 2014. And the first scene that we had together was a scene of Larry's character, JR, was in a rest home in a sort of a semi-catatonic state. And Bobby comes in to see him as he, according to the script, had done you know a couple of times a week for over a year. He just goes and visits him. JR doesn't talk, he just stares. And the scene was written incredibly well by Cynthia Sidra. And that was the first scene that Larry and I did together in 20 years. And I sat and basically the scene was reiterating the history of JR and Bobby. And Bobby didn't want the history to repeat in their two sons, John Ross Jr. and Christopher. And when the scene was over, the director was in what we call video village in the next room over where all the cameras are connected to the monitors. And he didn't even uh, say cut. He didn't, they were just watching history. And Larry and I, at the end of that scene, we knew the scene was over. We waited for the director to say cut and he didn't do it. And finally he came out of his acting moment, turned and looked at me and gave me a wink. He just gave me a wink like, we still got it, don't we? And uh, it was just like the most magical, unspoken moment between the two of us in the world. You know, and I'll tell you, it doesn't get any better than that, does it, Patrick? Oh, no. Larry Patrick. said, too, Larry was 80 plus when, when they did the reboot. And on a daily basis, because we would meet every morning in either one of our dressing rooms. We did since day one on the series. Uh, uh, in 1978, when, when I... Went to the set for the first time, went to Larry's room. We opened a bottle of champagne, had a glass of champagne every morning before work for 13 years. And so, you know, here we, here Larry was at 82 years old, and he would say in the morning to me, he said, isn't this fantastic to be my age and be able to do this with you? And I said, yeah, absolutely, pal. Now, the show was shot on location, right, uh, in, in Texas? Yeah, well, the reboot was entirely on location. The original was half on location in, in Texas and then back at MGM Studios to do all the interiors. And, the, you know, we even had the swimming pool on a soundstage in, at MGM. So we would go back and forth for 13 years. Uh, but uh, the reboot, we moved down to Texas and, and we took up residence there. I was just wondering if that was California imported champagne to Texas. <laughs> well, you, this is my story about Hagman. Hagman drank the cheapest champagne you can imagine. Oh, no, not Gallo. Oh, no, it wasn't Gallo. What was it called? It was um, Hooks, I think. Oh, something. my goodness. Wow. Yeah. It, it, you know, it was it was more the the experience as opposed to the quality. You know, he just wanted his glass of champagne in the morning. So that's crazy. And the time yeah. remaining, you know, I, I think we ought to touch a little bit on on you and Linda. Now, Linda's out, you know, skiing the slopes, right? You don't <laughs> ski. We had that conversation before we got on the air. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question. I mean, you obviously are like two peas in a pod. I was watching her lean against you, and you know, yeah. when uh, when I was interviewing her, obviously you guys are incredibly close, and there's a magic between you. But what do you do for fun? What we do for fun? Well, you know, the past four months we've been doing Duffy's Dough for fun. But the other thing is that um, we're an outdoor couple. Um, Linda not only skis, but she hikes. We, you know, we take, you know, it, we're seniors as well. So our big thing is to, 
you know, put on your hiking shoes, your pole, and go up the mountains here in Colorado, and you can hike anywhere and see everything. We're right next to Garden of the Gods, one of the most beautiful uh, natural landscapes, you know, in the country. So we do mostly that. We are we if we can be outdoors together as a couple, uh, the, it, it, that's it for us. We're we're not uh, uh, you know jet setters. We don't travel a lot. I bought a home in Mexico, so we go to Mexico whenever we can. Then when we're there, we just walk on the beach. You know, we sit in the lanai. We have our margarita and watch the sunset. So and it's either the snow or the trade winds, right? But in snow between. Or the trade winds. You know, and our, our attitude is we've worked for 50 years in the business. We've earned this. And you, yeah, I would say that that's absolutely true. Patrick, we've got about three minutes to go on the show. Please tell me and my listening audience how they get in touch with Patrick Duffy. Blog page, something like that, where they can kind of touch you and you touch them. Absolutely. Well, we have all the social media pages, Linda and myself. I'm at patrickduffy.com. She's at lynda.pearl. So all of that is out there. At Duffy's Dough, we read every single email that comes in. There's an interchange kind of thing where you can write in and you get answers. We read all of those emails and then we sit with our team and we formulate the answers and we write back. We answer everything. Uh, you know, and as long as people want to ask questions and learn, we want to be there to answer and teach. You bet. In the minute we got here, Patrick, Senior Guide Magazine obviously brought you to me. Yes. Take a minute, talk to these seniors out here, give them a word of encouragement. They've gone through some tough stuff. Well, tough stuff goes both ways. You know, the cliche is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. No, my attitude is you can take anything, especially as a senior, and create value with it for the people that follow you. And usually it's your family members. And that's why Senior Guide to me is a great title, because we are guides. We are blazing the trail, lighting the path for the people that come behind us, more often than not family members. So that's our pleasure. That's our joy. And that's our, you know, our reason for being as seniors now. Wonderful. Patrick, thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today and give my best to your incredible lady, uh, Linda Pearl. You have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And And uh, I will get this out to you, Andy, your publicist agent, uh, within about four or five hours, and we'll just keep it moving, okay? Thank you very much again. Merry Christmas, my friend. You too. Have a great day. And thank you, my listening audience, for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand or expand your reach, you can reach us toll free at 877-3-N-O-W-B-U-Z or go to my live landing page, live. Well, I'll tell you what, you want to tune into this show next week. I'm going to have Jared Harrington, who happens to be an NBA class player playing in the NBA of Africa. Yeah, you heard that right. Africa actually plays for the Sudan. And let me tell you something, he's got a heart for the African people and small business. And we're going to talk all about what he's doing in that space and also how he just put on an incredible event in Washington, D.C., where he had like, I God knows how many 50 African leaders, politicians, business people, all at Georgetown University. You're going to learn all about it when you join me next week, 10 a.m. PST and 1 p.m. EST on the Voice America Business Network. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in and week out. Tune in next week as we bring more guests like Patrick Duffy and Linda Pearl, and we're going to make more resources to make your business buzz.
Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.